Good morning, everybody, and welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with me, Vince Tagliavia. We're live every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events in the world to get our day started. As always, this is followed up by The Daily Dose with Joshua Reed at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, so tune in tonight for that. It'll be a good old time. Good to see you all. Good morning. January 24th, 2023. That's the date. We're almost into February already. The world is still spinning, so that's good. But apparently the core of the world stopped spinning. That's the new news going around. I don't believe it. Whoops. I don't believe it. I don't believe that. Come on. I need to look into it, but they're saying, we tested it. We did experiments, and the center of the Earth stopped spinning. It's going to reverse. Oh, my goodness. Everybody panic. Come on. Really? Anyway, we'll I'll look into that later today, but that came out yesterday. Vice published it, you know, they're terrible, but this is the climate narrative that they're spreading, so it's absolutely crazy craziness. Anyway, good morning everybody. Uh that's not what I wanted to talk about to start the show. It just came to mind. Good to see you all. Looks like everything is tip top magoo on the internet. We are live. What magic this is. All right. Well, so uh, I hope you all enjoyed your night last night. I didn't make it to the Daily Dose. I had to help a friend out with something, but I hope it was a good show. It's not very often I miss what the heck's going on, but uh, we're back. We are back. It's only Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. Hope you all got your coffee ready. We're going to talk about the news here. Let's go. All right. Mr. Plum says that the core of the planet is its heart. A heart never stops beating to change direction. It's impossible. Huh. Maybe they poured some uh, vaccines into a volcano and it stopped the Earth's heart. Just kidding. All right. Well, let's go. Let's see what we got here. Some weird stuff happened this morning with the New York Stock Exchange. Zero Hedge reported that the market goes haywire with dozens of New York Stock Exchange trading halts at the open. After a technical glitch, quote-unquote technical glitch, this isn't good. Let's see what they say. This is pretty wild stuff. What the heck is going on in the world? They updated it this morning. <clears throat> the New York Stock the New York Stock Exchange says it is continuing to investigate issues with today's opening auction. And, quote, impacted members may consider filing for clearly erroneous or Rule 18 claims. The New York Stock Exchange adds that in a subset of symbols, opening auctions did not occur. Update. Uh, According to the New York Stock Exchange, as of 9.48 a.m., all systems are back to normal, although that is an understatement in a market where nobody knows what the correct opening price is. We are still waiting for the New York Stock Exchange to give detailed explanation of what caused the latest Broken Markets episode. While it is still unclear what the technical glitch that sent the world's biggest companies into a multi-trillion market cap roller coaster, Bloomberg reports that a wave of sell orders, tar- a wave of sell orders targeting financial services stocks swept across America equity exchanges at the open of trading Tuesday sending companies including Wells Fargo and Morgan Stanley to brief but sharp plunges from which they most quickly, mostly quickly recovered. 
after closing Monday at $45. Wells Fargo fell as low as $38 before bouncing back, while Morgan Stanley plunged to $84.93 before ending at $87.13 Monday. Look at that plunge. That is not a normal thing to see <laughs> in a trading day. That is just unprecedented. Crazy. Hmm. Wild. That may be accurate. It's not comprehensive as virtually every New York Stock Exchange listed stock was slammed at the open, only to rebound powerfully before tumbling once more. Indeed, as noted below, other impacted stocks include the likes of Walmart, McDonald's, and Exxon. These stocks saw a drop at least of at least 12% before they were halted. Their moves have now rebounded to less than 1% in either direction. Separately, at least 40 S&P 500 index stocks were hit with trading halts. Other impacted shares included the likes of Walmart, McDonald's. These stocks dropped at least 12% before they were halted. Their moves have now rebounded to less than 1% in either direction. Mm -hmm. It's a little concerning. Own Oanda senior market analyst Ed Maya, Moya told BBG, These are not your typical meme stock, easily manipulated companies. These are Morgan Stanley, Verizon, AT&T. They, these are some of the giants. Today's transactions occurred in the New York Stock uh Today's transactions occurred in the New York Stock Exchange listed securities and took place on virtually every trading platform, including ones overseen by CBOE Global Markets and private venues reporting to the FINRA Trade Reporting Facility. Wow. We don't have any details yet, but what it looks like is that some stocks opened and were automatically or erroneously triggered for limit up, limit down, which threw them into a halt status, said Jonathan Corpina, senior manager partner at Meridian Equity Partners, who typically works on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. All of our phones were lighting up, he said. We're trying to find we're trying to field calls from our customers and trying to explain to them what happened, what's going on, and relay as much accurate information so they understand what's happening, but as of now, Things are still unfolding. Wow. So all these circuit breakers for all of these symbols are uh, were triggered this morning. Volatility, trading pauses, circuit breakers. This is something put in place in our uh, markets in order to prevent a flash crash from happening. Without this in place, things could just crash to zero and we'd be screwed right now. It looks like they're trying to keep the ball rolling here, clearly. But... Uh, this is not a good indication, and it just reminds me of back in late 2019. Was it late 2019 or early 2020 when the New York Stock Exchange went completely digital? I think it was 2019. Um, nope, it was 2021. Wow. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry, hold on. I'm not sure when it was. It was a couple years ago, two or three years ago. I don't know the exact, exact timing here. I'm trying to look. If you guys know, let me know. But recently, within the last few years, the New York Stock Exchange went fully digital. And I think that was an interesting thing to happen. And it was in the midst of all this pandemic and all this stuff going on, or at least really close to that timing. Um... It was about the timing when the Wall Street bets stuff started happening and, and all these things unfolded, kind of after the GameStop fiasco and all this stuff happened. They went fully digital, and I always ask myself, why, why, why? Why really? Not why as in, like, what's the narrative, but is there something more there? Um, this is a really th interesting thing that happened, and I think the truth 
is uh, unknown. I think they're going to say a lot of different things and go with a narrative, but the reality, who knows what the heck is going on here. That's just my opinion. I don't know, but this is wild. Um, so they're reviewing trading activity now that that's happened, the SEC staff. So we'll see if they come up with anything and what they say. The markets are so screwed. So very screwed. Let's see. What else is going on here as far as the financial world goes? The Supreme Court rejects appeals by ex-Dutch bank, Deutsche Bank traders convicted of spoofing. You gotta be kidding me. Corruption in the markets. The Supreme Court rejects appeal by ex-Deutsche Bank traders convicted of spoofing. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, I reached my limit here. The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday turned away appeals by two former Dutch Deutsche Bank commodities traders convicted of manipulating precious metals by placing spoof orders. They don't want to investigate this. I'm taking it. Let's see if I can find the full story here. <clears throat> the nation's highest court without comment turned away appeals from James Vorley and Cedric Chanu, who were each sentenced to one year and one day in prison for wire fraud. Oh, so they're trying to appeal. Okay. So this is good. This is good, I take it. Okay. Prosecutors have seized $15, $50 million from San Bankman Freeze account in a tiny rural Washington State bank, the Farmington State Bank, where last year he purchased an $11 million stake in the bank itself. Very interesting. So more uh, San Bankman Freed drama, $50 million seized. Where else does he have money? Wasn't he broke a few months ago? I'm broke. I can't afford my lawyer fees. Oh, here's five billion. Oh, there's fifty million over there. What? This probably has so much money all over the place. This is absurd. Man, I'm really concerned about our financial system. This could have been, uh, you know, without these systems in place that that stop things from crashing, we'd be so screwed right now. Like probably a long time ago. Um, I wonder when the last time these circuit breakers were uh, applied was. I know for sure we hit circuit breakers during the pandemic when everybody went on lockdown. Um, for you know, I think there was two days or three days where uh, the market crashed like over seven percent. The S and P five hundred and they. Uh, stop the markets they actually stopped trading for the entire day i believe at least one day or two days so that was uh the beginning of the pandemic when that happened and then right before the v-shaped recovery so interesting that now we're hitting that again hmm. who didn't see this coming you know this is one of those videos of uh those people who work in tech and their jobs are just so cushy and awesome and they they tell you about their day and they're like I go yeah let's just watch this and it takes a cool little twist in the end oh. <clears throat> excuse me hold on here we go back with another realistic day in the life at Google Seattle I get to the office at around 6 a.m. to beat the traffic and just get a nice workout in at around 7 a.m. I'm getting ready at the locker room I'm getting breakfast at this really cute cafe at 8 a.m. got some crepes iced Americano which is so good and at around 8 20 I got to work 
usually get a snack at around 10 a.m. and today I forgot a charging cable so I went to the vending machine to get one. And 11.30 is usually when I eat lunch. I got a whole hodgepodge of things including pizza and this is the view that I like to eat with. And at 12 o'clock I get some more caffeine and just spend the afternoon doing some more work. I like to de-stress at the end of the day and today I booked a massage appointment so I have that for an hour and then go home at 5.30. Big life update. I got laid off yesterday. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing at that because it sucks to get laid off, but um, I don't know why that brings me pleasure. I, and it's not good for our economy. It's not good for anything. But isn't it wild the type of environment that these tech jobs have for their employees? Is this real even? I mean, pretty wild. I think it is. <laughs> but there's also the girl who's like, this is, you know, the life is working for Twitter and it's the same thing. How they make money, I don't know, but... They have like game rooms with all these pinball machines and they have like meditating rooms and just this is crazy. This is crazy, but she got fired unfortunately. Oh well. <laughs> and Microsoft announced they are to cut 10,000 jobs in the latest big tech layoffs. 10,000. Wow. More, more, more. Robinhood had some sketchy trade executions about a year ago. Yeah, Robinhood was real sketchy. But apparently they're doing okay. I don't know. I don't follow them too much now, but they're still operating. Uh, we have been experiencing a really odd thing with all these shootings that have been going on in the United States. I think this is... I think that it's a manufactured crisis. I really do. Uh, if you guys watch Makes You Think, you might remember an episode that I did with Jim Bob Oval Shorts where we talked about a guy named Darren Brown who proved that you can hypnotize, that people can be hypnotized to commit murder. And he does exactly that with fake guns and stuff like this, um, kind of proving the theory of people being hypnotized to murder. And it was a really interesting episode. We kind of break it down and go through it and talk about psychology and when i saw all these mass shootings happening uh we saw one in california 10 people or 11 people died i think now it is and there were people on twitter saying oh you know white supremacy and this is terrible and they're blaming races and trump and it turns out the shooter was an asian male in his 70s i believe and then another shooting happened, and it was another older Asian man who was arrested. And it's like, look, I don't believe in coincidences. So when I see this, I'm like, what's going on here? And it makes me wonder. I wonder what these gentlemen, these murderers, were um, consuming. What media were they watching? Were they watching the same media? Is there some kind of psychological cue inside of there that they got uh picked that they picked up on uh, subconsciously and now they're they're murdering people it just makes me wonder i think that it's a possibility total speculation and maybe nothing but it's very odd we have this map um that shows california mass shootings that happened in the past three days and i think they want to push this this gun control narrative 
Uh, this is just in California, Oakland, California. One dead, seven injured. Half Moon Bay, California. Seven dead, one injured. Monterey Park, California. Eleven dead, ten injured. This is just in the past three days. I'm just... This is terrible. Half Moon Bay was yesterday. They shut down the entire city for a period of time until the sh shooter was apprehended. Yeah, I think this is just part of the thing of we need all the guns you guys can't have guns guns are for us not for you um yeah let's look at gavin newsom too he was he was filmed walking down the street let's see what he has to say on the matter amendment's becoming a suicide pack it feels like i mean it's just uh yeah, and that's the only question the community wants so how do you get what about I mean, what about our kids when they're going to school. Um, what more can we do? So he's talking about he's talking about guns and he's surrounded by his guards who are all armed. He's walking down the street, surrounded by armed men, probably armed women too, and um, he's talking about what do we do? And you know, again, I, I, we look at that all the time. I mean I, we did another half dozen gun safety bills last year. We'll continue to find whatever loopholes we can. We'll continue to lead the national conversation on gun safety reform. And the data bears out it works. It saves lives. California's 37% lower gun death rate than the rest of the nation. And yet with all that evidence, no one on the other side seems to give a damn. They can't get anything done in Congress. He's talking about how great the legislation is that they passed and they're locating loopholes and the data for California is better than everywhere else and people don't see it and he's a victim. Surrounded by people with guns. Just the hypocr hypocrisy is ridiculous. <laughs> it's stupid. Rules for thee and not for me. That's what they want. Um, hate speech. What is it? I'm not sure. But apparently, Virginia Democrat has introduced a bill to remove hate speech from public places. Ah, let's see how that works out for them. Here he is. A Virginia Democrat has introduced a bill to remove hate speech from public public places. Dal Suhas uh, Subramanian. Oh gosh, Dal Suhas Subramanian. Subramanian introduced the bill in response to anti-Semitic incidents in the state. If passed, the bill will require the government to remove anti any graffiti that is deemed to be hateful on the taxpayer's dime, including onto private property, if the owner fails to do so themselves. It's been bad enough that we have had to endure these incidents of racist and anti-Semitic graffiti, but it's made worse when no one takes responsibility for the cleanup and they remain in the public's eye. Subramanium told the news this bill would address that. Hate has no place in Virginia, and our diversity and unity is what makes us strong. Uh, isn't it illegal anyway to spray paint? things in public like deface property and this kind of thing um now if it's offensive it's a, it's a bigger thing like if somebody says like something's directed at me is that hate speech if they say like vince is a twat and i see that then is that a bigger crime than if they just defaced it with like some boobs spray painted that's really stupid laws based on feelings is ridiculous 
And not that I'm saying it's right to attack in a group, attack a group with negative language or imagery, but it's just too much of a gray area to uh, lock it down into a law, I think. Uh, snowflakes. Snowflakes, snowflakes, snowflakes. Exactly, yeah. That's what I was thinking too, Browntail. Browntail said, would this include graffiti on Columbus and Civil War statues? Yeah. Would this include the swastikas from the left that are blamed on the right? Would this include all the Antifa graffiti? Would this include the climate change activists? I think that climate change activists are full of climate hate speech and it's, you know, really offends me, so maybe they should be... Um, yeah, no, it's not for them. I'll tell you that right now. It's not not for them. That's good graffiti. That's good hate speech. <laughs> I don't know what hate speech is anyway, but let's see what else they say. According to a report from DCIST, the vandalism allegedly included a laundry list of hateful slurs against black people, LGBTQ people, and Jewish people. We are showing up and standing against hate in, so, uh, in solidarity against the racist and anti-Semitic graffiti sprayed in South Riding this past week. We will fight back against these cowardly acts. Hate has no home here. <laughs> okay. The vandalism is part of a nationwide wave of anti-Semitism and hate speech with high-profile public figures like the entertainer Ye publishing anti-Semitic attacks, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and former President Donald Trump dining with a Holocaust denier. Oh, my God. The report claimed. The Anti-Defamation League, an organization that tracks hate incidents toward Jewish people and other identities, told NPR that 2021 was the worst year for anti-Jewish violence and harassment since it started tracking such incidences in 1979. Incidents, rather. And a group expects 2022 to be similar. Oh, that's from 2022. Wow. This article is from January 24th, though. So, hmm. They pulled an old quote for the article. Smooth, smooth, smooth. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry. Um, this is ridiculous stuff. I think it's just, this is the war that we're facing. They try to put this quote-unquote hate speech into our uh, communities, and then they tell us how terrible we are for having hate speech in our communities. It's absolutely silly. Where is it coming from? They point directly to Ye, a public figure or a celebrity that is just an absolute joke of a person that anybody should ever follow or listen to. Talk about false idols and ridiculousness. This stuff comes from the top. It trickles down. It's trickle-down hate speech. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to get into the whole conversation about Ye because that's the whole thing that... It's a mess. It's a trap, I tell you. It's a trap. But anyway, there is a lot of hate in the world. I do agree with that. I'm sure you guys have seen this, and I want to talk about it a little bit because I don't think it's as big of a deal as a lot of people believe. I think this is a tool for control. I think it's arbitrary, and I think it is simply that. The Doomsday Clock. The doomsday clock has been set to 90 seconds to midnight, the closest it has ever been to annihilation. This is just fear, 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 fear. I do, I do though, I do think we are closer ever to uh, war than we have been, but this doomsday clock, 
clock? Who's in charge of it? What's going on here? The members of the Science and Security Board move the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight. Okay, so here's some homework for us. Who is on the Science and Security Board? Who is on the Science and Security Board? Apparently they're in charge of this doomsday clock, so I want to know who they are, what's their agenda, what's going on here, what's up. No, duh, we've been talking, we have our own doomsday clock, and it's called our intuition and our own through our own analysis of the whole global narrative. We know we're close to war. We know all this stuff, but come on. Doomsday clock? Get, I, don't, I don't love it. I think, it's a, I think it's a tool to spread fear. But I think, you know, we are close. So there is some reality to that. I think we are close. Especially the markets just collapsing out of nowhere today and then them having to jump in and halt everything. That's crazy. What if, okay, I want to go back to the stock thing. This could have just been a hack, right? Could it not have been a hack of some kind? And we just got past all of these apparent hacks of our um, flight software in the U.S. And then 24 hours later in Canada, shut down every single, or in the U.S., they, they grounded every single plane. And then now we're seeing this thing happen in the New York Stock Exchange after they've gone 100% digital. What if going 100% digital was just a way to uh, bring the whole system down digitally? Because if they stuck to paper, they could just go offline and keep trading on paper, right? There's a good workaround for any bullshit technical glitches or hacks. Okay, everybody, we're going back to the old school way. Everybody get out your pens, your pencils, your papers, your forms, and, you know, let's go. Um, but no, now they don't have that option to fall back. I don't actually know if that's true. They might, but from my understanding, it's all gone. They're completely digital. There's no paper trails for these trades. It's all just, this is the, this is how they do it now. So it makes me think maybe that was a move to set the, set it up to be hacked. I don't know. The doomsday clock has been played with since it was invented and I get, decades of life so they can bite me yeah thank you thank you john and uh, john and uh, john i'll call you john for short um interesting yeah they've just been moving it back and forth back and forth thank you i'm glad you agree because people are sharing this and they're like oh my gosh the doomsday clock but you know, I'm just going to live my life. It's a beautiful day over here. I've got a lot of things to do. I'm not going to worry about the doomsday clock. Mr. Plum, I've also done deep dives on it. I'm a historian. That's literally all I do all day long. Basically, I agree. Um, the Jews were infiltrated a long time ago, but that doesn't mean all are evil. Yeah, you know, Mr. Plum, when they talk about Jews, I don't think they're talking about Jews, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, I don't think they're talking actually talking about Jews. I think it's deeper than that. Yeah, like an infiltration. Yeah. That's my opinion. Um, interesting. Hmm. And I could be wrong, you guys. Let me know if I'm off there. Um, 
yeah, Gavin Newsom in that video we just watched, he said that the Second Amendment is a suicide pact. Okay, yeah, there's guns all around you, dude. What are you talking about? Let's talk about a little bit what's going on here with the eggs. We have problems with eggs. Egg shortages, killing millions of chickens. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but people are reporting that their eggs aren't laying. Their, their, their chickens aren't laying eggs in the U.S. And I have uh, this story. Um, basically, people, eggs. Chicken farmers blame tainted feed for the cause of their hens not producing eggs. Multiple people on TikTok have come out and said this, so I wouldn't say this is verified. This is just something that's trending on the internet. Chicken farmers on social media suspect tainted chicken feed could be why laying hens have suddenly stopped producing eggs. In nearly 30-something years of raising chickens, I have never gone without eggs, not even just one. And since before Halloween, I have not gotten a single egg until about a week ago. And I switched the feed that I was giving. I no longer am feeding chicken feed. I have switched my girls... To goat feed steel cut oats black sunflower seeds and goat feed i have to say there's something uh something to this if i have to put my little tinfoil hat on it's kind of weird imagine warning. very odd yeah so this is what they're reporting rob anderson went on facebook and said okay something really weird is going on i have called multiple farms that sell chickens and they are tell they are all telling me that their chickens have stopped laying eggs and therefore they do not have any for sale i looked into it a little further and apparently they are putting something in the feed to stop them from being able to lay eggs if you have chickens and are having the same thing happen try to save try to start feeding them a rice and pinto bean mix because it seems anything made as feed is being tainted with with something that is causing this so there is a debate online right now of whether or not chicken feed and what brand you're feeding your chickens is causing them to not lay as well anymore. So I want to show you something, and you can do with this information whatever you will. Everything your chicken I want you to watch gets the stored feed. in what's called their crop. There it gets broken it down so the chicken can pass it out. Of I, they have like double audio. I'm sorry about that. Expanding. This is another reason why grit is really important because it helps to break Still those expanding. things down. Chickens go number one and number two from the same place. So soft. I recorded that video last summer. I have been adding water and soaking my chicken feed since I got them, and they're about two years old now. The water expands the feed. It stretches it longer. You can warm it up. You can cool it down. It's easier to digest. But somewhere between summer and fall of last year, the feed quit absorbing the water. It would sit five minutes, ten minutes, and a lot of it would still be in pellet form. And I'm speaking specifically about producer pride pellets from Tractor Supply. So I quit adding water because it was pointless and I would give the pellets dry to my chickens and there would be times where they would let it sit for days and not touch it. The temperatures outside had dropped, they were molting, the feed wasn't doing what I wanted it to, so I changed the one thing I had control over and I started buying feed from a local feed store. The difference is noticeable immediately. As soon as you open the bag, because it smelled so much better. I don't know what happened to Producer's Pride at some point. It doesn't have a smell anymore. The one from the local feed store smells great, looks great, has a better color to it, and my birds love it. Now, I'm not saying this is a problem for everyone, and I don't know if they've changed their recipe. 
this is just my personal experience. I don't know about you guys, but on this homestead and this economy, I don't have the time or the money to invest in layers that aren't laying. So yeah, if your chickens have stopped laying, what do you have to lose? Even if you spend a little bit more money on the feed that you would have to buy to replace the feed you're currently using, I'd say it's worth it if you start getting eggs again, and especially right now. Wow. And they just go on and on. Here's another guy, another girl, another guy. A bunch of people are putting these videos out talking about the same thing. And they all say that the feed from Tractor Supply is the one that is causing chickens not to lay. Um, allegedly, I don't know. I, you know. I don't have any chickens. I'm not feeding them. But this is what a lot of people are saying in the forums. The egg, the egg people are saying this so it's a really interesting thing and i wouldn't be surprised if they modified the food if this is like whatever they do to people they do to the animals first they did the same thing with vaccines right they give them to the animals and then they give them to people hmm. terrible man so if your chickens aren't laying try to let them eat natural foods or get some different feed if you have room let them roam around that's another way to have them get a good diet and I'm sure they're going to do the same thing to us. You know, what the heck? They're feeding us all this crazy, nasty food. Oh, my gosh. Like, uh, I saw somebody put a piece of Kraft uh, square cheese underneath a microscope. And they alleged that there's all these little microplastics and fibers inside that cheese on a microscopic level when you look at it. And that's just this one person on TikTok. Look, it could be fake. But they also did debunk a lot of microscope videos by other people so i they kind of gained some credibility with me when they would uh investigate other people's claims as far as looking at food under microscopes and they would test it themselves and either confirm or deny what the heck's going on so whatever they had credibility to me and i believe it eating this processed stuff is so terrible for us not just because of contaminations like microplastics in this but all the chemicals and dyes and non-edible things that are in there yeah, so we need to be careful about what we put in our bodies, especially at a time where people are less and less likely to give birth. We see the same thing happening with people now that we're seeing with these chickens. People aren't laying their eggs. Can I say it like that? People aren't laying their eggs and the males aren't producing sperm. That's good. And it's probably because of what we put in our blood and what we put in our blood indirectly through our mouth, what we eat, our diets, and what we drink. So we need to be conscious of this stuff. Try to do your best to get in a mindset to be healthy. Holy moly. I'm getting tired of these New World Order assholes. Me too. They're just absolutely going at destroying everything. Oh, Jenica. Jenica has a microscope. She says she'll look at some cheese and let us know. Thank you, Jenica. Yeah, I, I got a sandwich yesterday. I got like a turkey club or whatever, or it wasn't, it was a wrap. And they put that fucking cheese in there. And I was just like, nope, no, no. I'll have to get this without cheese next time. You guys have this really crappy craft single cheese in my sandwich. What's wrong with you? What do you think this is? Who do you think I am? You think I'm going to eat this? Hell no. What do you think I am? Anyway. They're good people, but they're just ignorant, I guess. Um, stores are ridiculous places. If you guys remember, they tried telling us which way to walk in aisles and to not get close to each other and 
you have to wear a mask to come in here. Good times, right? Well, now in uh, Wokeville, uh, Colorado, a town called Breckenridge, somebody ha put out this little story of their experience going to the store. I thought it was pretty interesting. Ridiculous. I'm in Breckenridge, Colorado for the snowboarding and for snowboarding and bought some things at the Walmart self-checkout. When I went to bag my items, there were no bags. Then I saw a sign starting January 1st, no more paper or plastic bags. Life gets objectively worse under leftist rule. Let just let people use bags. Seriously, this is Rogan O'Handley. He's a lawyer and civil rights activist on Twitter who posted this. So you can't get bags in that town. How ridiculous. How ridiculous. So they want you to bring your own bags and purchase bags, and it's just a scam. Come on. We've been using bags forever. Um, it's ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. So what are you supposed to do? Just carry each item individually? This is just absurd, man. Self-checkout, by the way, too. I don't, uh, I don't believe in it. <laughs> I do not want to participate in it. I do everything I can not to, but some places it's like, that's the only option. I'm kind of a dick when it comes to self-checkout. I'm not going to lie. And it's not my best quality. I just don't like this technological. We're going to fire everybody and replace them with robots, um, ideology. And, um, I will do everything I can not to do it. That's just me. And people are like, dude, you're going overboard. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm overboard because that's how I roll. I'm not doing the self-checkout. I want, uh, I like to get in. I like to talk to the people. I like to interact. And I like to uh, not do self-checkout. Do you guys do self-checkout? Let me know in the, in the comments on Rumble if you do self-checkout or if I'm just an asshole and I'm blowing it out of proportion. But like, uh, like at Home Depot... I won't do the self-checkout. We'll go to like basically a customer service and we'll just go there because you, you know, we know who works there now because you go there enough, you get in tight with the people you, and you know, you make a day out of it. You go and do your thing and work things out and you don't do self-checkout. Self-checkouts is ridiculous. No, 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 no. Let alone walk a certain way in an aisle or wear a mask. F you. No, thank you. So ridiculous, Colorado. Shame. Shame. No bags. No bags, but put a mask on. That's a different type of pollution that we like. Don't use straws, but put a mask on. And then, like, think about all the garbage that they put out there. They, they focus on things that are actually important, but, but the things that are important to them, they don't care about, like, like shitty potato chip bags. Look at that. Those nasty bags. How long do those take to, to, to go away in the, in the ecosystem? I think, uh, pollution is an actual problem and trash is an actual problem, but they don't, you know, look at the mask pollution. They don't look at their chip bags or the plastic containers for their fucking shitty Lunchables or their plastic cheese wrapped in plastic. What? It's ridiculous. Naturally, Nikki said 90% of products sold in these stores are made of or packaged or wrapped in plastic, but bags are the problem. I know precisely. And, you know, it's designed to keep it that way. Anybody who 
has a better packaging that's biodegradable or anything like this. It's cost more to manufacture, so their prices are higher. People are so broke, they're not going to purchase your stuff. They're going to purchase the cheap stuff. Self-checkout. I am funny how my things are packed. Okay. Yeah. I could see that being... Uh, uh, affecting somebody's preference on who packs their stuff. Hmm. But also I've met people who love self-checkout because they're just terrible humans. And they're like, if they're like, I'll do, I'll do self Who said this? I heard somebody say this recently. I don't think I, it might've been a video, <clears throat> but I know people like this. They're like, I'll do self-checkout. But if it's fucking, if it doesn't read the, if, if it doesn't read the code, I'm not going to waste my time and make sure it scans. I'm, I'm taking off. Yeah, so they cause stores lose a shitload of money through these self checkouts. People just bat, cart their, or you know, they don't. They make mistakes or they deliberately take things. So uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm not saying that's a good idea. I'm just saying that's what people do. I've heard of it. I've seen it. I won't do that stuff. I'm just not. I just can't. I don't know why. And then people are like. You're just stealing from a huge, you know, it's not hurting anybody. It's this really rich company. But to me, it's bigger than just that. It's not about who is being stolen from. It's about, um, it's just a moral thing in general. I feel like somebody who steals from a giant corporation is more likely to steal from me. You know what I mean? That's my logic there. It's like, okay, so you're a thief. It doesn't matter who you're stealing from or this kind of thing. It's like, it's a strictly moral thing for me. And I, I'm just not into it. Never was. Yeah, not into it. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? It's an interesting one. <clears throat> All right. Texas, heads up. Texas is warning of an energy... Texas is warning energy operators to prepare for a cold snap. So, I'm sure this is uh, going to lead to power outages and whatnot. Let's see what they say. Um, oil and natural gas operators in West Texas, including the Permian Basin, have been warned by the state energy regulator to prepare for equipment for a cold snap and snowfall on Tuesday. The National Weather Service predicts cold weather and snow for parts of West Texas to the panhandle. The Lone State's fossil fuel and petrochemical industries are prone to freeze-offs when te temperatures plunge. The U.S.-based Global Forecast System, or GFS, and the European ECMWF weather models suggest the colder temperatures for the, the Permian Basin to Dallas to Amarillo, uh, Amarillo through the end of the month into early February. Not only with this cold snap brings... Uh, not only with this... Uh, several, oh gosh, this is written terribly. Not only with this cold snap, bring several waves of bitterly cold air to the lower 48 U.S. states during the first week of February, which notably could spike heating demand, but it could also produce more gas well freeze-offs in Texas, Louisiana, and portions of the Appalachian region. Gelber and Associates, a Houston-based energy market trading firm, wrote in a note to clients. The latest round of cold weather plus news of Freeport LNG seeking approval to restart operations could be enough to rebound natural gas features futures after next month's after months of heavy losses. I'm talking about the price of gas. Nat gas. Wow. So be careful out there. Prepare. Have emergency food. Have emergency water. 
have an emergency plan if you're in these cold areas and even if you're not because something is going to come to all of us eventually um i think especially they're pushing this whole uh, global warming thing of there's going to be natural disasters things are going to hit the shit's going to hit the fan yeah so maybe they're going to kick something off maybe something's going to happen maybe the core of the earth did stop spinning and uh the earth's just going to stop and we're all going to go flying into space i don't know but who knows Thank you, Grits, for the ice cream. Thank you, Jenica, for the lemons. Thank you, Beth, for the lemon. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you for your support. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, we also got one earlier. Uh-oh. Um, sorry, I missed it. I think it was Alan. I think it was Alan. If who, I don't remember, but somebody donated something on Foxhole. Thank you so much. I think it was Alan. <clears throat> I meant to pick that up. I'm sorry. But thank you very much. Let's continue onward here. We have a little bit going on. In other news, Turkey has postponed NATO meeting with Sweden and Finland. This is interesting. We've been seeing some things between these countries going on as far as alliances go in World War III and all this. And now, well, Turkey doesn't want to talk right now. They want to talk later. Uh, Philip commented, why Turkey hasn't gotten kicked out of NATO yet is a mystery. Uh, people are saying this is good, this is based, they appreciate the Turkish move. The false flag worked. It's ridiculous that people can't see this was a Russian false organized for this very scenario. Turkey should be kicked out of NATO for colluding with Russia. As a finish, this is some great news. F NATO. Yeah, so we've got some mixtures of opinions there. Very interesting. I don't, I don't think things are going perfectly to plan for the globalists, or at least the heads of the Hydra are fighting. Browntail, he says, we need to get NATO. We need to get out of NATO and the UN. I think so. These are like some globalist uh, conglomerates. Am I right? I think so. Um, Finnish President Sali uh, Ninisto arrived on an unannounced visit to war-torn Ukraine. Interesting. So, Finnish president. My god. They've, like, made this crazy propaganda video. Some classical music in the background. Oh my goodness. Good lord. Zelensky put his nice pants on for this visit. I hope you brought my money. Thank you. So we'll see what comes out of this later. I don't know ridiculous propaganda video <laughs> oh my god um brown tail said they built an electric house i need to get a generator yeah do it generators are kind of expensive so you know save up as you need to i need one too still but uh i have some things prepared i could get by they don't want us talking to one another Ooh. I believe that. 
This is an interesting story that was published by Just the News. Uh, they said the U.S. military would run out of munitions with a, within a week of conflict with China. There's a report. Let's see who wrote this report. The U.S. military would run out of some munitions within a week of conflict. Okay. Overall, the think tank found that the U.S. defense industrial base is operating at a level suited for a peaceful environment and it is not prepared for the current global situation. This is like this is actually common in a lot of countries right now that are sending all of their their arms and supplies and money to Ukraine. Uh, this is a proxy war that's being fought right now, which is why we're thin on the home front. But let's see what they say. The U.S. military would likely run out of some munitions within a week of conflict with China in the Taiwan Strait, according to a re new report from the Center of Strategic and International Studies. Uh, these shortfalls would make it extremely difficult for the U.S. to sustain a protracted conflict and equally concerning the deficiencies undermine deterrence, states the report released Monday by the Washington, D.C. think tank. The group specifically cites a short supply of long-range, precision-guided munitions, and President Joe Biden said in, uh, said in May that the U.S. would intervene militarily if China invades Taiwan. The think tank also found such a limited stockpile of munitions would be compounded by China having already heavily investing in munitions and acquiring high-end weapon systems and equipment five to, six times, five to six times faster than the United States, according to some U.S. government estimates. Still, the U.S. defense industrial base is overall operating at a level suited for a peaceful environment and is not prepared for the current global situation that report concluded. The report recommends the United States military reassess munition requirements and replenish what is needed, as well as create a munitions reserve and suitable plan to obtain weapons now and in the future. The think tank also recommended for the process of foreign military sales to be reformed. Current sales are low, which can leave some countries unsure if the U.S. really wants them as partners, and it risks pushing them to other countries to buy weapons, systems, and technology. We need to give you them weapons because if we don't give them weapons, other people are going to give them weapons and we want them on our side. This global war stuff is such a racket. This is, you know, what's the, the, the military doesn't have weapons. So, and, and then we can't have weapons. So what the hell are we supposed to do? Are they just giving up? Is that what's happening? Are we giving up? I'm not. This is why people want weapons. Good God. We were dropping World War II bombs in Vietnam. Yeah, wow. Classified documents just found at Pence's house? What? Send me a link. Is this really happening? Holy smokes, you're kidding me. No way. Really? I have to look this up. Sorry. Pence. No freaking way. Is this really happening? Mike Pence finds classified documents in his Indiana home... Weird how suddenly everyone is finding classified documents around their homes. Colin Rugg tweeted that. Uh, breaking, classified documents have been found at former Vice President's uh, Mike Pence's Indiana home. Disclosed TV, just in, Mike Pence discovered classified documents in his home. Uh-oh. Gunther Eagleman. Classified documents found in the home of <laughs> Mike Pence. What is going on? No way. This might be real, guys. They're being returned to the FBI. This holy, this whole classified document saga is getting a little bit too repetitive. 
Oh, let's see. Is this... Let's see. There's a video here. Cool. Did you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I, I did not. Um, do you see any reason for anyone to take classified documents with them leaving the White House? Well, there'd be no reason to have classified documents, particularly if they were in an unprotected area. Uh, well, <laughs> that's November 14th, 2022. If they were in an unprotected area. Uh, well, there were classified documents and they were in, as you report, an unprotected area. Right. Uh, <laughs> CNN reported that. And that clip was from November 14th, 2022. And then I think it led to a current clip from CNN today. No way. Wow, yeah, this is being reported by the fake news and everyone alike. So uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. And in breaking news. I want to bring you some brand new breaking news. Exclusive CNN reporting just into us. A source revealing, get this, another discovery of classified documents. Roughly a dozen government documents were uncovered at the home of former Vice President Mike Pence. That home is in Indiana. The search took place last week. The documents were found by one of the former vice president's lawyers. The FBI was immediately notified. What? This find, of course, flies in the face of repeated Pence denials that he held on to any classified materials when he left the government. The back... No way. Wow. So his lawyer found them, just like Biden's lawyer found his document stash. Most of them. Wow. Holy mackerel, this is wild. So, oh my goodness. Thank you for letting me know about that, uh, Chris Hawk. Holy moly. CNN even reported it. Wow. CNN would report it because it's making RS look bad. Oh, Republicans. Yeah, true. Interesting. It makes me kind of like, worried that the mainstream uh, fake news is reporting on this stuff it's like what is the plan here what's going on you know wouldn't they want to bury this stuff if it was against them hmm. alright let's talk health a little bit uh, Governor Kathy Hochul New York She's useless, almost as crazy and useless as grandparents murderer, allegedly grandparents murderer, Chris, not Chris, uh, what's his name? Cuomo, the Cuomo guy. It's not Chris, that's his brother. What's his name? <clears throat> anyway, Kathy Hochul said this. Our healthcare systems seem in desperate need of staff right now. Uh, we've had ambulances waiting five hours at our local emergency rooms to unload patients. The hospitals, the nursing homes say they're waiting for DOH guidance on whether they can hire any of those workers back. What's the latest with that? Well, we're considering all our options with respect to the litigation, so I can't comment on that. But I'll say that last year in my state of the state, we put forth a plan to help retention, also recruitment. And a lot of those programs are just unfolding out $20 billion to bring back the health care system, including bonuses for existing workers, helping settle nursing strikes, which I get very involved in to make sure that uh, patients are being cared for. It's a problem, 
But I don't think the answer is to make, have someone who comes in who's sick be exposed to someone who can give them the coronavirus, give them COVID-19. I don't know that that's the right answer. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's not. So we're exploring our options. But I think everybody who goes into a healthcare facility or a nursing home should have the assurance, and their family members should know, that we have taken all steps to protect the public health. Actually, when I go to a hospital, which I will refuse to, I don't want to go to the hospital unless I'm absolutely dying, even then I might just not go anyway. That's just me, but it's hard to say that when you're not in that situation. It's different when you really need help. But I'll try not to go to the hospital. They you know, are having a health care worker shortage in New York as well as pretty much everywhere. But despite uh, mandates being lifted and all this stuff, they don't want them. They don't want unvaccinated people to be selling their health care um, and pharmaceuticals and all this stuff. And uh, it's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible thing. All of these nurses who didn't want to take an experimental gene therapy are still without work. And Hochul wants people to know that their healthcare people are vaccinated and healthy and all this. Well, you know what? I want my healthcare professional to not be experimented on. Okay? How about that? Um. Here's Tedros also trying to spread uh, the false narrative about these vaccines, in my opinion. Surveillance and genetic sequencing have declined dramatically, making it more difficult to track known variants and detect new ones. And there is a torrent of pseudoscience and misinformation circulating which is undermining trust in safe and effective tools for COVID-19. My message is clear. Do not underestimate this virus. It has and will continue to surprise us and it will continue to kill unless we do more to get health tools to people that need them and to comprehensively tackle misinformation. COVID-19 is not the only threat facing humanity. Since the turn of the year, I have spoken about the myriad threats that demand an unprecedented response from cholera to conflict to the climate crisis. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um... Of course, as all this is going on, we have uh, media outlets in Australia reporting an increase in fatal cardiac arrests. <clears throat> We're seeing this all over the world, especially in the vaccinated. Media outlets in Australia have been reporting on the sudden surge in fatal cardiac deaths that have been occurring over the past few months. They report that more Australians than ever are dying from fatal heart attacks due to the lingering effect of the COVID pandemic and the impact of the virus on the heart bullshit they're saying it's the virus giving people heart attacks it's probably the mrna experimental jab gene therapy 
We need to talk about Australia. 95% adult vaccinated, 70% boosted. Little, na little natural immunity because of hard lockdowns in 2020 and 2021. Now having a huge COVID wave that began in January, never let up and appears headed for a new peak in hospitalizations and deaths. Full substack coming. A top Australian cardiologist has also urged the government to halt mRNA injections due to their connection to the sharp rise in heart conditions. Quote, I've seen 60 to 70 patients in my own practice over the past 12 months who have had similar reactions, Sydney-based cardiologist Dr. Ross Walker told the Daily Mail last November. I've seen other people with chest pain, shortness of breath, heart palpitations. These mRNA vaccines are very pro-inflammatory, he warned. It's very rare to have a full-blown myocarditis when the heart's like a big floppy bag not pumping well. But I've seen a lot of people get chest pain, shortness of breath, palpitations, and, other, and their heart seems okay. Others have also noted, Australian data shows, COVID infection rates appear to correlate with the number of jabs received, while infection rates among unvaccinated people appear to remain relatively low. Yeah, we're seeing this trend where the vaccinated people are getting sick. The unvaccinated people are not uh, to a certain degree. You know, it's not impossible for anybody to get sick, but this is the trend we're seeing. And it appears everything that we've been saying about these jabs and everything that the doctors have been saying and um, is right. Pretty much most of it. <clears throat> wow. Um, insanity. I don't trust hospitals anymore. I'm hearing stories of people going in to get simple help with something like a UTI or other, uh, you know, emergencies that they have, like a severe infection or things like this, and they get jabbed unwillingly and then they die shortly after. I don't want to get jabbed unwillingly, you know, and, uh, so I'm just trying to take care of my health the best I can. But you never know. You know, life throws things at you. But, uh, you know, we do our best. Um, yeah, well, that's pretty much all that we have for today. I went over again today. I'm supposed to be done at 9.30 a.m. Oh, well. You know, you only live once. And sometimes we get lost in the, in the moment of the show. That's all right. But everybody, please, uh, if you're not a part of the social red pill, you could find myself and Josh, who will be live tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific with the Daily Dose to talk about everything as it unfolds throughout the day and how it's gone and what's going to happen next, possibly. Uh, join that tonight. But you could also find us over on the social red pill. www.socialredpill.com is how you get there. If you guys are having a trouble logging in, if you're using our old website, there might be some weird things going on because we're redoing our website. Um, just go to socialredpill.com and that will allow you to log into the social red pill um, until we get everything fixed with the website. www.socialredpill.com. We'll see you there. You can post news there. Keep us updated on what's going on. Like the story that just broke with Mike Pence. Oh my goodness. What is going to happen with this? And more. Uh, we uh, talk about all kinds of things there from news and politics. 
uh, all the way to conspiracy and aliens and, you know, poetry and recommended books and recipes and your homesteading, how your personal projects, um, homeschooling, all, anything you want to talk about, you go in there, you make a post, people are going to jump on it. It's a great community. So join the Red Pill family over there on socialredpill.com. Uh, that's it. And that's that, everybody. We'll be live again tonight. Take care. Thank you for joining me. God bless and Godspeed.